Okay, keep going. Hey, but you can't still be worried about Y2K. Mm, not Y2K, but maybe asteroid. Hmm? Ebola, robot uprising. How will you know any of that stuff's happening if you don't have a TV? Okay, TV stay, Janet go. Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we're going to talk about new TV. And joining me is Ruby. Hello. And our special guest today is Mel. Hello. Hey, you didn't interrupt me this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were introducing me. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us again, Queen of CBC. Oh, thank you. It's always an honor. <laughs> Have so much fun. So this was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is one of the episodes that I has like one of those memorable intros. Uh, obviously, well, for me, it had the most memorable Janet <laughs> part because she had that whole uh, badass pulling out the lollipop, spitting out the wrapper. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite memes to use uh, for Janet when I'm do- uh, talking on Twitter. But uh, uh, just one quick question before uh, we get into this fun part I want to do. Uh, so Appa, normally he's pretty sharp to pick up like on customers' mm-hmm. BS mm-hmm. and things. But uh, he was willing to kind of let it go with this... Uh, but she's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> how can, but she's how a little girl. That? Yeah. Is that it, though? I think so. Yeah? It's like she's a little girl. Just like when... Uh, I'm always out of order when it comes to episodes because we watch them out of order. Yeah. But just like that little boy that comes in and apologizes for stealing, he's all very nice to him and he's kind. And the other little boy that needed to use the washroom, mm. he's always nice to the kids. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> bathroom is a basic human right. <laughs> hey, dude, where's your bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chris. He always gets the bad side of it. I know. <laughs> So, uh, leads to my second question, question of how many takes did it take to do that epic lollipop? Mm-hmm. I, I call that lollipop spit, but it's not really. But a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I wanted to do, and thankfully Mel has prepared a bowl full of like lollipops. I know. There. That's only half. <laughs> <laughs> you can take some with you for Halloween. <laughs> I'll take them to work. I'm sure they'll go. Awesome. Um, so what I wanted to do is to get Ruby and Mel to kind of do a little science experiment. Because mm-hmm. I study a lot of physics in university. So <laughs> thinking in my head, I was kind of calculating on the way here. Like, how likely is that possible given the surface area of the wrapper, the way that you spit it out, the amount of force and all that. But you know what? Scientifically, why don't we just do an experiment? Mm. Have you ever done that before? Yeah. I'm, no. I'm sure I have. It's just, As the, way, yeah. it, just the way it projects. Yeah. yeah. And just... <laughs> The force and just (laughs) how straight it flew instead of fluttering. Yeah. So why don't we do this? How about if you both take about two or three? Take a pink, pink one, a red one. Blue. I like blue. Are you gonna eat one? Because then I'll pick a color you like. Yeah, sure. But I can't eat it while we're recording. Number one rule in podcasts: don't have gum or something in your mouth, or it's like the clink. No. I learned that on day one. Well, unfortunately, even if you have a tongue ring, you speak much less clearly. Really? So yes. Well, in acting, anyways. So I don't have like grills or something. <laughs> well, that's a little bit different, but tongue rings you can remove. So <laughs> piercing of anything like that is just that's scary. <laughs> I've seen just... someone have their tongue split. Oh, yeah. So, it kind of looked like a snake and they overlapped. And what did they do for a living? <laughs> I think they were just, I think they were an actor, but yeah, I just thought it was really cool. But they, they did say it I, impaired, not impaired their speaking, but their speech wasn't as clear as 
before they did this thing. My next follow-up question was that what kind of movies did they do? But let's let's get to the experiment <laughs> and see what happens. Okay, All nothing right. has been altered. Okay, All right. So. Yeah, so the wrappers are kind of tight. Uh, so maybe if you guys just want to loosen them ahead of time. Okay, we'll do a loosen one. Yeah. These are these they're not that bad. These are these look like much higher quality lollipops because the one from the show looked like the really flat ones where there isn't much candy on it. Yeah. <laughs> so So funny fact about that that I was noticing as we're watching. So Appa gives mm. Ashley the little red lollipop. Mm. And orange. Orange? It was like a dark orange. Yeah. And I noticed that Janet pulls the same color. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she actually pulled the same lollipop. Just I from... feel like she did because she grabbed it from the counter. Yeah, instead you just of the see bowl. it sort of out of frame. So yeah. She, she reaches down as she's writing the note. Yeah. She writes the note <laughs> and then she reaches out, grabs it, excuse me, and then does her thing. Yeah. Pops it yeah. off. And I All noticed right. that Mel has a nice red lollipop here. I grabbed a blue one because I like the blue flavor. <laughs> All right. We're going. Uh, Opposites here, so uh, you Mel guys can are... start. Mel did. It's hard, yeah. yeah. Not easy. No, <laughs> you can't even pull it, it off. It's hard you to can. pull off. And it, I guess it depends on your bite too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ruby managed. <laughs> she spits I can't and do it. it doesn't quite fall out I of her mouth, My, and then it stiff. floats no. down. No, so oh. she'd have to have had it loose. Yeah. It would depend on the way your bite is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, with your teeth, your yeah. teeth. And um, I'm wearing lip gloss, so it. Fully got stuck, stuck on my on lips. lips. <laughs> yeah. and it fell uh, off. With the red one I just tried, it, it didn't work. Okay. Mm. okay. And I mean, my teeth are straight. Yeah. But yeah, there's. It all depends. Yeah. So, that was really yeah. hard. So the, she said it was their. Um, I looked to see who their decorator or set dresser was. Um, she said a guy named Mike. So yeah. he was actually there was a guy named Michael who was the artistic director. Oh. I noticed on that episode. Okay. So. Oh. She loosened, he loosened it for her, yeah. and yeah, it would have to be that way. All right. Should we try one that's loosened? Yeah, try one that's loosened, just to see. Uh, so pull how loosened? Oh, have it Yeah, just pull it, it out, okay. put it back in, and then okay. you can kind of If you gauge. can, put it back in. I know, it's hard, not easy. There we go. Okay. Okay, so there. It's probably going to get stuck on my lips again. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck on your lips, too. <laughs> yeah. So Mel pulled her purple one this time, and, and it was loosened. Got stuck on the corner of her lip, just yeah, like I know. it did with your first one. That's so weird. Let's go with your second one. So where should where, where did she bite it from the front, the side? It's hard remember? to tell from that angle. So it it kind of just looks like she pulled the at least from half or quarter way, and then after just that she just spat, spat it out. Okay, yeah. let's try this. Hey. Oh, hey. so Ruby spat it out, kind of yeah. floated yeah. in a, across the room. Yeah, horizontal motion, and it yeah. floated down like a leaf. Yeah, so it didn't have that trajectory that hers did, where it just went straight down. Yeah. But several takes would have yeah. got the shot they yeah. want. Okay. So, yeah, it's just can, practice. Can, practice. I think perfect. they're both right, but as far as doing it in post, I don't think that would work. Yeah, yeah. so as, as Andrea said, she doesn't remember how many takes it took, and as <laughs> Mel mentioned that, uh, yeah, they did have a props person loosen it ahead mm. of time. Mm-hmm. And Paul remembers it taking 57 takes <laughs> and that the rapper is done in post-production. So we can't believe probably either of them, probably more likely Andrea. The but magic of television. Yes. <laughs> Do Nothing not is spoil real. the magic. <laughs> so that gift will be ever in my heart as the perfect take that only took one take. So. <laughs> like Jean throwing the box at the top. Oh, for, yeah. oh right. Yeah. Yeah. She's that was nin- funny. I'm convinced she's a ninja. She has all these little things throughout the 
series that I'll probably do a special episode of why Jean is a ninja. <laughs> so uh, to break it down, we broke it up into three parts. Uh, I called it You Got Junged. Uh, Beauty is Slightly <laughs> Orange, or I also called it Janet Bounce. And uh, I Love You Too TV. <laughs> Okay, so, Not Y2K? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about Y2K a bit, because okay. Y2K is a part a big of it. Topic, yeah. And some people listening may not know what Y2K is, because they were That born. is true. Yeah, born after 2000. Yeah. I know, and they're still adults. It's crazy. So uh, you got junged, obviously. The whole part of this is that Kimchi is trying to impress this new girl, mm-hmm. Lauren, and he's afraid that Jung's going to get involved because Jung just keeps... Well, junging him he, he was more so afraid that she would just see jung yeah. <laughs> so uh, first question how many times has kimchi been junked oh at least four three or four yeah wow. mentions yeah. yeah and all the other ones that they don't talk about so the the rip yep. fest the fan zone yeah and the latest one mm-hmm. where he couldn't get the last two digits of the girl's yes. phone number yeah at the uber pool in the uber yeah. pool Whatever that is. <laughs> I think they were just in like Uber pool as in like the, when you select pool, you, you get picked up with other people. Uh-oh. So I, I've done that once. So I was in the car with, with a coworker and then he's like, wait, why are we not going to the highway? I'm like, I don't know. And then the driver said, we're picking up the other person because you're in Uber pool. <laughs> my coworker's like why didn't you select uber x i'm like i don't know i don't use uber <laughs> i drive <laughs> i don't trust them but that's a whole yeah. other topic yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's what uber pool is at least to my understanding <laughs> so he got junged from an uber pool yeah so they were probably in the uber together and they and picked the up another girl okay <laughs> I like that it highlights that, you know, these kind of Toronto events, the beer mm. fest, the rib fest. Mm. Yes. Or Raptors fan zone is just a fan thing. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's nice. And um, to date on the series, and I don't know if I missed any Mel, uh, Jung has been with two people in their place with Grace Lee mm-hmm. and Chicken Wing Jen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kimchi's been in that kind of situation with Nayong. And that was yes. probably the only time that Kimchi's been with somebody. That we've seen, yes. That we've seen, mm. yeah. The party notwithstanding. <laughs> party is a whole other episode. <laughs> so, uh, as I said before, Kimchi's love interest in this is Lauren, who's played by Emrit Carr, mm-hmm. who's also starred with him uh, in Little Italy, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we all saw this she summer. She Jesse, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, we all saw Little Italy, so mm-hmm. maybe we can talk a bit about that. What did you guys think of the movie? It's cute. It was yeah. very sweet. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun to see Toronto. Yes, yeah, it is. Instead yeah. of something else, it, it really made me crave pizza it, after. Yeah, it's fun to see <laughs> Toronto, and they admit it's Toronto. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they filmed most of those scenes in the distillery. Yes, so but it wasn't the distillery. It wasn't yeah. the distillery, but <laughs> our which friend is fine for Sojik because he lives there. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. But none of his scenes were there, so yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, what are you doing in my hood? Get out of here! Too much noise. He could just watch all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Our friend Manda from episode two, she was mm. she actually works somewhere close to the distillery, mm-hmm. and she happened to be walking by the day they were filming that pizza the contest. contest. Yeah. So when you see all the guys from the Mister Chin competition, oh, the chin yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's like, "Why are they all in like leopard jackets? Exactly. Like, what are these people doing with a stage there?" <laughs> yeah, she's really confused. And I remember her talking to us about it, and we're like, "Oh." 
I guess they're filming something. <laughs> I think Andrew posted the pictures post production yeah. when they were when they were on set. Yeah, he didn't really reveal anything until after they'd wrapped. Nice. So it made me wonder because, uh, especially in this episode, he goes to emphasize he has mortadella. Oh yes, and all <laughs> so I wonder like if that, cheese. Yeah, I wonder if that had to do with like his work on Little Italy. If he had to like learn all of it and the accent because he has exactly he has that whole accent with luigi Mm -hmm. and if he's been kind of practicing rehearsing that kind of stuff and he had it kind of in the back there that he probably didn't get to use in a movie so i'm gonna bring out the mortadella (laughs) it's it's funny because that around that time when that aired originally at work i was receiving spray paint in montana spray brand makes a color called mortadella what it's it's like um it's like a grayish pink i don't know what it looks like on a wall but on the lid Mm. all the colors are at the top of the can and i opened it up and i saw that i laughed my butt off (laughs) that's funny i took a picture and sent it to him (laughs) i was like that's now that's all i associate it with i see that and it's like yeah it's spray paint (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like a pretty color grayish pink hmm so uh, Kimchi goes to try to impress Lauren with his meat board, and uh, I, I gotta say, for <laughs> <And> his box <laughs> wine. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Like, okay, he goes as far to set up this meat board, mm-hmm. and then he gets boxed wine and baby quiches, which did not look <laughs> yeah. hooked to me. That, yeah, that, no, that that pastry looked awfully pale. Yes, <laughs> it may have needed some time in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's clear to see that at least Lauren seemed to um, be positive towards uh, his efforts because she obviously saw him as a nice guy. Yeah. Mm. After 13 dates in one month. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. That's a serial dater right there. Mm. (laughs) So I can understand why she was tired. (laughs) New thing that we learned about Jung is that he uses shea body butter, which... eh. Which is not common in Asians, I think. Isn't it? No. No. Asian people don't generally use body butter. I I do because it gets dry, but... Should I be using body butter? (laughs) (laughs) You can if you want. (laughs) Coconut body butter is also very nice. (laughs) That would be good. Coconut I'd use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coconut shampoo. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Another thing I noticed with uh, kimchi is he's using or wearing his uh, I feel like kimchi tank top, which you can get at Legal Hustle. Mm -hmm. Uh, They recently put it up, I think, about a month ago. Oh. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if it's already sold out. Eagle <laughs> Hustle has this thing where they have something for a little while, they take it off, and then they may announce later on they're putting it back on. Uh, that's where I got my t-shirt mm-hmm. uh, jersey for kimchi as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my question is, did he purposely wear that to give signals to Lauren? Kind of like a uh, subconscious signal. Because why would you have a... I guess a shirt that says your name on it or something like that. Mm, no. no, that was in the second scene when she comes back the second yes, time. Yes, the second time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's it's just cute. It's yes. cute. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was more so. Jung was all bundled up, so he wanted yeah, to show off some of yeah. muscular. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been Jung that dressed him because Jung did his hair. you you wear this and I'll look like crap you look really good and I look hot (laughs) okay on that note do you think kimchi went too far on making Jung look bad in the conversation yes 
yeah, I felt like just, it was a little and, overboard. And when he said his weird fetish, I was yeah. waiting to see how long that was going to go <laughs> yeah. on before he cut before Jung cuts him off. And it's like, what fetish? Yeah. Like, where is this going? And how far are we taking it? Yeah. I can understand the sweaty, smelly. I can understand maybe the lazy. You can pull that off. But when they were starting to talk about, you know, lactose intolerance, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, buddy, that, that's a bit far. TMI. Well, yeah. if he said just lactose intolerance and stopped at that, yeah, he's that's got heavy more normal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and he has to spell it out. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was a as as it's been discussed in other circles. That episode have a lot of transitions. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it stands on its own. You don't have to know a lot about right. everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything. It's very self-contained. Yes. It is. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot, a lot of things that are just you know this is this scene that's that scene this is this one mm-hmm. and. They don't really intermingle very much. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there's, you don't have to know a lot about the characters really mm-hmm. to enjoy that episode. Right. Very true. Yeah. Because you totally can tell all of uh, um, Kim Chi's insecurities in the ladies' department <laughs> right from that episode alone. I think I'd be pretty insecure if Jung was my roommate, though. If I've been Junged mm-hmm. at least you know, even twice at that point, I'd be like, okay, buddy, you're not going to be anywhere near me when I'm going to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> but Kim, she's the one who owns or rents the apartment. He's the one whose name's on the lease. And mm-hmm. he's and the, he's the, the person that seems like the mature. And I don't know if he finished his high school diploma, but from the way he was talking to Jung in the other episode, it felt like he did. I so. think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he's, <laughs> Jung was the one that got caught. Mm, so he's right. the one that got pulled got out, away, of, yeah. out of school and, yeah. and Kim Chi got away. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to go on with his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to one of the other things where he says um, that Jung is uh, eat smart, you know, oh, right. all yeah. that. Yeah. And turn it the other way. Kim Chi's not girl smart. Yes. 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 If he yes. doesn't understand what Lauren is saying, you know, I've, he says, you know, I've been on, she says, I've been on so many dates. And if there's a slightly <laughs> more attractive guy in the room, he says, he goes slightly, Jung says slightly. And, and he says, who are you talking about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> How like, can you not confused? get that? Yeah. Like I want, if I'd been Lauren, I would like, you know. Smack him. <laughs> wakey, wakey here. And it's like, come on, you know who she's talking about. Yeah. But I feel she like you, he, she didn't like Jung. She didn't care. If, yeah. You know, she picked you. So just go with it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like like his past experience of being junged and like all the insecurities that's built up, it's caused kind of like a blindfold for him though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he True. just completely ignored all of it. That's why I I thought one of the funniest lines was when um Jung started taking off his hoodie and stuff because he was just getting so warm yeah. in like summer heat. And what are you doing? Cover yeah, out. Yeah, it's cover like cover your, your shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Why does shoulders matter? <laughs> that's where the tattoo is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's true. On, on yes. That, on that bicep. <laughs> yeah. So poor guy. But yeah, I he mean, still saw it as a win, though. Bittersweet victory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I like that line. Yeah, definitely good Jung Chi episode. Uh, as I said before on the podcast in season two, it seems that they got their rhythm, and mm-hmm. this is definitely one of those uh, where you could, if they had separated this from, I guess, the rest of it, it'd just be a funny episode by itself. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. as you're saying, though. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so uh, let's get into uh, Beauty is Slightly Orange. Uh, <laughs> no. 
So of course, uh, Janet's she's sitting there in a in a, a lecture in a lecture with yeah. Santi, who's the lecturing. I the guess. guest, guest. Sure, yeah. speaker, yeah. guest speaker, yeah. and they're talking about, uh, I guess, his photos and what beauty is, and obviously, uh, they both have, I guess, a defi- different definition of beauty. Mm. And I would say that they have the same definition but different view. Okay. Because when he asked her for her definition, he did repeat it, but he basically said, "This is what I see in my models, according to what you said. Mm. I'm saying the same thing, mm-hmm. right?" So, well. Uh, Okay, that's an interesting point. Do you feel then that... So he wasn't just repeating what she was saying. He was... He was proving that he saw the same things in his photos and his models. Because he's like, I see depth. I see women. Vulnerability. Vulnerability, yeah. Okay, in his perspective. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay, okay. I don't Uh, think he was mocking her, no. (laughs) That's what you're thinking. No, not not intentionally. Uh, I think she thought he was. Yes, yes. Um, And she, as she says, you know, a different, you know, limb count, hairiness. Mm -hmm. And she's seeing it from her age group. Yes. And seeing where diversity is is now and where people are trying to put out people Mm -hmm. who are not the standard the acceptable yeah. standard right. of uh, a high fashion beauty shoot mm-hmm. yes yeah it's interesting that you bring up diversity because of course kim's touches a lot on diversity on many levels mm-hmm. and this is another way that they're touching on that which is good to see um yeah and then you have gerald kind of sitting there <laughs> he's bumbling through awkward gerald <laughs> but it's funny because he actually stands up for janet when the teacher asks like do you have an opinion or what's the problem and he's like we find you sexist <laughs> it's like what <laughs> but i find your work beautiful <laughs> it's like it's beautiful sexist yeah. but yes <laughs> so yeah it's kind of funny that he stands up for Janet and speaks because she didn't want to speak her mind out in the open. Mm. He just says it to the extreme for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's feeling a little sheepish around her professor too. That's yeah. true. Yes, from previous yeah episode. <laughs> It's interesting that her professor, she she kind of gets fed up with everything. She's like, yeah. I got a blowout appointment. <laughs> and I didn't know what that was until I looked it up. And then Ruby's like, yeah, I know what a blowout appointment is. It's yeah. Just go do your hair very quickly. Yeah. They it's style not, it. It's not a cut. It's yeah. just, yeah. yeah. But it's just funny that a professor would say that in a class. Yeah, just, well, that's just the way she is. That's yeah. true. She's yeah. very vocal about herself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine her kid kind of hopping around the, <laughs> the salon. Touching things, yeah. breaking things. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. He would not be flicked, though, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess one question that came up is, why didn't Santi make it clear what he needed help with? Kind of Because I guess that's a whole basis of um, the humor between all of this. Janet misinterprets that. She mm-hmm. goes and paints herself orange. Yeah, she buys of. in. Yeah. yeah. She, she's trying to change herself, yeah. even yeah. though she, she's standing up for feminism mm-hmm. and being yourself and, and, and everything else that goes yeah. with it being mm-hmm. different and but she as she says i want my different to be better yeah and like well you were fine before and that's what gerald says yeah. and just you know why do a self-tan why wax, wax your brows <laughs> yeah. it's like just be yourself yeah, yeah. this and is it, what you're trying to do to make mm-hmm. your point and then you Go buy into it and, yeah. and just you know twist things around and and then she shows up at the studio and thinks she's the talent <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think all he needed to say was i need your help to take photos or be on set to help with 
bouncing or something but like that. But he did say, I could use your help for my next shoot. He didn't say, mm. I would, would you be interested in modeling for me? Which mm-hmm. is something a photographer would usually say. It's okay. Like, yeah. He, he wouldn't say, I'd be interested in your help mm-hmm. on my next shoot. Because that being the help doesn't mean you're the talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at least I've never heard it that way. So obviously ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, it's ambiguous. But I think if you've worked with the industry enough, then you might clarify, and also you might you might actually wonder. He called me the help and not the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the model for it. So. But it was funny. It and then was. at the end, um, on Amma, the, the scene with Amma oh, in yes. the magazine. And I remember this coming out a lot oh, yes. on Twitter. Yes. Um, how families, and it's not a racial thing of any no. stretch. Mm-hmm. Every mother thinks their kid, yeah. you know, if they think they're beautiful, pretty, whatever. Yeah. You know, they're going to say, you know, you're pretty to to us. Yeah. Yes. She's pretty. Yeah. To everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not model pretty and you're, you're pointing at the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's still a talent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was an interesting scene. And then at the it end was. when she doesn't really, um, asks her about it and she says, well, I wasn't the model I was helping and, and bouncing the, the light and, mm-hmm. and she says, Oh, that sounds easy. And yeah, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. And it isn't and yeah. it's like, there are skills involved. You have there to are, understand yes. what goes on in a photography sure. shoot and, yep. and for her to be there as his assistant, mm-hmm. that's sort that's of a, a big, big thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that yeah. is a big thing, especially yeah. if he's a well-known name in, in yes. his industry mm-hmm. to be selected out of a class of photography students, mm-hmm. you know, because you spoke your mind, I would like you to come and help and I'll show you what this industry is really like. Yes. You see, you know, being in the classroom, you have an idea of what it could be. You have the theory, yes. I'm going to show you the real world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so by you assisting me, you can see, you know, these are the models, these are the people I work with. You're going to get to meet them one-on-one. Yeah. And then you can draw your own conclusions. And this is how it actually works. Like, I think in a way he wanted to also show her her perception and how it works in front of the camera Mm -hmm. because he did choose an older model Mm -hmm. for him that was a huge thing Mm -hmm. because that's not industry standards per se but for her to actually see the model and maybe see like prior to airbrushing prior to Mm -hmm. like all the stuff that happens post-production it's like this is what you get to see and work with versus okay yes that's a beautiful picture that's you know everyone's like a size double zero kind of thing Yeah. yeah oh interesting thought I didn't think of it that way yeah, so I couldn't he, really tell how old she was. Like she, the model. Yeah, yeah, it was very quick. The way she walked past. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking the. It was like a of profile the shot too, and you see because Andrea's tiny. Yes, mm-hmm. and so when the model comes by, she's in heels most likely, mm-hmm. and she's at least five ten. Yeah, yeah. So your eye line is sort of at her belly, mm-hmm. so her chest belly height. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking at at Janet Gerald. Mm-hmm. And then she walks by, and your focus, I, I think I'm going to have to watch it again. <laughs> Darn it. Um, I, I'll look at her face, mm-hmm. because all I saw was the blonde and yes. the body yeah. with, the, with the cover up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really notice her age mm-hmm. in Well, that seeing the quick scene. glimpse of her face, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think she looked very old, like mm-hmm. in her 20s maybe, but yeah. I mean... 
she did already have all her her makeup and hair done so mm-hmm. makeup does wonders mm-hmm. <laughs> so it could be very possible that she's in her 30s and they made her look younger with could the makeup be. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but to your point she still met all the other standards the yeah, height exactly the body shape yeah. the style the hair it's blonde you know mm-hmm. like it's still the typical things yeah. that we see in media <laughs> for a model so yeah and and you never get to know a model's age because they don't post it no. like if you're doing an ad or if you're doing some sort of uh shoot none, none of that ever gets so the last part of it i called it i love you too tv um <laughs> so it touches on a lot of things uh mm-hmm. Emma, she starts it off as she's talking to pastor nina uh, another great pastor nina episode which mm-hmm. she, i think all her episodes are pretty great yeah um <laughs> So she mentions, you know, it's so hard when you come to Canada, you can't speak English, you don't know anybody. Uh, and that's speaking kind of her relating to the Addas mm-hmm. uh, about their experience here and hers coming to Canada, uh, yeah. probably with nothing. I mean, she was a teacher, dancer, selling hats. <laughs> and so was Appa, he was a teacher. And of course, uh, as we mentioned in the first season when Jay was talking about the convenience stores, uh, one of the things that a lot of Koreans can do is they have this resource of the KBA, the Korean mm-hmm. Business Association, to have these business connections to help deal with, I guess, starting up your business. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. help you find location. They'll help you to uh, source stuff for your store and kind of get you started. But uh, yeah, I guess on some level, Amma was feeling empathetic about yep. uh, their situation mm-hmm. as well as, uh, I, I mean, she's always the person who's trying to give to other people, mm-hmm. especially uh, when Pastor Nina's involved. Uh, I guess she <laughs> always wants to be in her good books. Yeah. <laughs> and a uh, <laughs> funny other thing is uh, Go Leafs Go is mentioned. And as, <laughs> as uh, Appa's walking in with the TV, he's mentioning he's going to watch uh, the Blue Jays on yep. his new TV. And we know, uh, I guess, among the fans that Paul is a big fan of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, If you follow him on Twitter, you'll see that he's taken a lot of photos of him at, <clears throat> at the game's uh, with his family or mm-hmm. yeah, he was whoever just there it is. Last week, week before. Yeah, yeah really yeah. good seats right up at the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> right behind the bench. <laughs> and I saw them on TV. Cause oh. I, well, I, I didn't know. I wasn't on Twitter earlier, and mm-hmm. I know, and I wouldn't have watched what I was watching. We tuned, tuned in the game. Yeah. And then when I saw the pictures he posted, and then the camera's panning oh. during the game, it's like, <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> he, he was right on the end. But that line about Go Leafs Go, I know, fueled a lot of the the online rivalry that he has with ah. with other oh. Kimbits. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm a Habs fan. I was a Leafs fan when I was younger, and um, I wasn't a huge fan of Harold Ballard, so I sort of pulled my support away from them during those years and looked at Montreal, especially <laughs> when Montreal started winning the cup. And it's yeah. been 51 years since the Leafs won the cup. So, wow. So, uh, yeah, and Montreal was winning several years in a row in the 90s. So it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'm going to watch them now. <laughs> and there's just a f- different flavor in the Montreal fans than, than Toronto fans. But mm-hmm. I think deep down, I mean, I'm, I'm born and raised in Toronto. So, you know, the Leafs will always be my team as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But my secondary team is Montreal and my Western team is Winnipeg because they have a team again. So, yeah. yay! It's interesting that they cover pretty much all the sports teams throughout Kim's. So you got like Jung and Kimchi who are big Raps Raptors fans. Fan. And then uh, Appa who's clearly a Blue Jays fan. And mm. maybe the Leafs will come up eventually. And maybe the Rock will come up eventually as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
because they always they're shooting in the summer so I guess yeah. it's always baseball and that's true yeah. everybody's pushing for a christmas episode so mm-hmm. maybe if they ever produce one then they'll talk about the leafs <laughs> i couldn't get when he comes in the door maybe you i tried to write it down okay. and I, unless we could rewatch the show about 10 times when he's saying all the different acronyms. Oh, yeah. He says HDR, oh. something, something else, yeah. and yeah. then OMG. Yeah. And I couldn't get the middle one. Uh, he says UHD, HDR, LED. LED. LED, okay. OMG. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. And I had to explain what 4K was <laughs> to my husband. And oh. this is someone who's been working in the TV industry <laughs> since he was in his early 20s and who remembers flyback scanners. And this, that's the early, 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 early time of television. And he was explaining to me last night how that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went to dots and then 4K. And I had mm-hmm. to look up what 4K meant too because I wasn't exactly <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, it's... The, the thing with Mr. Chin being there yes. helping him with the TV saying, yeah. well, you know, if, if I'll take the TV if, you know, yeah. until the trouble's over. Yeah. He says, well, you know, the dogs dog are is colorblind. A colorblind yeah. <laughs> the face John has yes. for that scene. Classic. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he truly sees Ginger as his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a thing, pet fur parents will understand is that the right term fur parents Mm. yeah yeah fur babies yeah fur babies pet parents yeah pet parents yeah so uh they jump to the scene at the church and uh obviously mrs park played by uni park uh jumps in and uh (laughs) you know it's funny that when she says you know did they receive the fridge and the the prepared food and then you see pastor nina's the fridge line i didn't hear the fridge line so she's the one that donated the The stainless steel fridge Mm. and and pastor nina she looks a bit annoyed when she's talking with uh pastor nina at that point i guess they received Mm, it they already asked me once (laughs) yeah i think it's just because she kept pestering her or like Maybe she's done this in front of multiple people whenever yes. she sees Pastor Nina with someone. Yeah. She's asking the same question just to make it known that she's yeah. donated all the, this stuff. The one-upmanship she yeah. always tries yeah. to have yes. over Amma and, and anyone else yep. and showing off you know, her the, the fur coat and, yeah. and everything else. The it's BMW. Like, yeah, this is me. You know, this is what I do. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, but she, they can't eat the food you order because <laughs> they're, they're vegetarians. vegetarians. It's like, just because you're willing to donate doesn't mean it's going to go to a good place. Yeah. So, uh, Amma offers to make them bibimbap. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to describe what bibimbap is? It's rice with like eight toppings. <laughs> eight toppings? Well, usually there's, there's I, I would think there's about eight because there's carrots, there's cucumbers. There's usually an egg, which is not, mm. I guess, no, vegetarians do eat eggs. But I Some always do. have, I always have beef on mine. So, yeah, I guess she's making like non-beef so basically yeah it's a it's a pot of rice mm-hmm. with a smorgasbord of vegetables yeah. sometimes served with meat or pork as well mm-hmm. uh and uh maybe an egg and the more fancy colorful and pretty yes mm-hmm. yes someone had that when we went out for dinner before our meetup and yeah. I was like, oh, so that's what that is yeah <laughs> okay. and you can get it in a stone pot or a regular bowl so the stone pots become like the very popular one i guess because people just find it fancier because it's, mm. it's hot stone pot and mm. the, the rice is boiled in it so you get a little bit of the crisp of the rice on the outside of right. of it. So that's the one that I first knew about. I never knew that I came in a non-stone mm-hmm. pot mm-hmm. until I went to like traditional Korean restaurants and you can choose if you want the stone pot one mm. or the regular bowl. And I'm like, oh, 
okay. so it's not a thing with the pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the that's one of the stone pot is called dosot bibimbap. Mm-hmm. Dosot referring to the to stone the pot. pot. Yeah. And uh, generally, would they also serve it with, um, or they give you a, a, a squeeze bottle mm, or something of gochujang, which is like a sweet and tangy kind of mm. spicy sauce. Which it's a sweet tangy hot sauce. Yeah, which yeah. kind of helps mm-hmm. to melt it all together, which yeah. gives it that nice Korean flavor, mm-hmm. which, well, that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's on my list. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Amma, she has a scene with Appa. They're at <laughs> home, and Appa's kind of like, oh, you know, don't be too mad about me buying the TV. And it, it made us made me realize how many times has Appa screwed up in spending too much mm, of yeah. something. And what I wrote down is that, you know, he, as they mentioned in this episode, he bought 100 bags of salt. Hey. They haven't needed it since. Hey, if it's a good deal for <laughs> rock, rock salt in this city, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's true. You'll need it. Yeah. Especially in Canada with yeah. all the winter that we get. Uh, he, They bought clear Pepsi mm. and they still have clear mm. Pepsi. I wonder mm. if it's still good at this point. Um, it's sugary if pot. it hasn't been opened, sure. And I guess the arguable point here is that he also sold Emma's plot <laughs> right. to maintain the cooler to sell pop and watermelon Gatorade. Right. Uh, of course, they're trying to maintain their business, but he still sold his wife's plot <laughs> in order to do it. Yep. <laughs> so. Well, that. he said it was because no one wanted his plot. Oh. He yeah, did he tried try to, to sell, sell both yeah. to get right. more money. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't want his for whatever reason. They only wanted hers. So in terms of better business decisions, I think we should leave those with Amma mm-hmm. because, uh, well, she is the award winner anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved. Yeah. She deserved. Uh, one one funny line that I found is when they're going to vis- visit the Adas uh, is uh, Amma, she comes in, she's like, this is bibimbap. And Mrs. Ada, she she goes, I'm Nisha. Yeah. Misinterpreting, thinking that she's kind of pointing off at Appa. Yeah. Saying, yeah. This is bibimbap. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I was just like, okay. oh, no. <laughs> that, and then she, and then Amanda's like, correct her. Okay, yeah. I can put in the French. And the, sub, the subtitles when she's telling the family yeah. what it is. And she said, this is some kind of food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're giving us some kind of food. Because it sounds like they've been getting donations from a lot of yes. people. Yeah. And so when Abba puts it in the, she, op- she sees the fridge and she opens it up. And it's like, oh, look like you didn't see it. But the look on her face is like, there's so much food in yeah. the fridge. Yeah. Most likely, and it's like, you know, oh, I'll just put that in there. And I guess because it's easier to donate food than to give like clothes and everything else. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Not sure. I'm not working in that sector. I yeah, don't neither know. do I. Because I mean, like giving them food, like for Emma, she made the food, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. for others, I'm sure they just bought like a box of takeout and gave it to mm-hmm. them. But mm-hmm. if you think about it from a logical sense everyone giving them all this food it doesn't last them that long and they can't eat all that much food all at the same time if everyone's donating so it doesn't seem practical like if you're donating food it should be non-perishables or at least that's what we do at work right yeah canned foods yeah because then it lasts longer and stuff yeah Yeah. speaking of donations i really want to take part in their church because their church donates a lot of nice stuff yeah fridge a juicer yeah. a new old tv juicer. with three thousand dollars stuck inside yeah. now that that old tv and you mentioned that he buys stuff that tv regardless of y2k about the money yes that's an old tv yeah yes. that's, that's a very, very old, old tv, TV. Yes. Yeah. you know 
being as heavy it is, and it wasn't a big screen. No. Yeah. So I, obviously, and because of the the lifestyle they have with their work, mm-hmm. they I don't think they have a lot of opportunities to actually sit down and watch yes. TV. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not a priority to them, and for him to spend the money on a forty inch yeah LED yes. thing, um, that was an interesting decision mm-hmm. to yeah. write that scene. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, they always did the the morning exercise too, right? Yeah. So they did that together as a family. Yes. So yeah. they definitely do watch the TV. With a, wasn't it a VHS tape? They oh, was it a VHS I tape? Guess. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it shows that you know it's that kind of materialistic acquisition mm-hmm. is not a practical. priority, yeah, and yes. not practical either, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just you know they're busy with the store. That's where their focus is. Yeah. What they do at home, and the, when you look at the set dressing for that. Mm. apartment yeah. yeah it's a lot of old stuff mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. you know very dated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he did say now that janet's out it could be empty yes. nest style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they're also thinking of spending Move the more tv time. in the bedroom yeah the, the chair the cup holders and chairs and stuff yeah. funny observation uh th- now that you're mentioning uh the part in best before where they're doing the exercises in season one somebody pointed it out in twitter's uh, season one at uh, family singing contest. Mm. If you look really carefully, uh, they actually already have a flat screen TV mm. when they're panning over from Janet talking to Umma in the living room. Mm. At that point, they had a flat TV in the background. Mm. Oh, yeah. ah, continuity. Yeah. <laughs> They couldn't find the, the um, old YRT. It must have yeah. been stuck in prop somewhere. <laughs> and I'm wondering too. Um, when Appa's looking at the photo album being opened on the table mm. and he sees the picture, the doctored picture of mm-hmm. them as a family yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Mm. Yeah. What's going on in the room? How much do you see in the background? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to watch that again. <laughs> Darn. The other cool part about, I guess, their church is uh, not only are they donating a lot of food, a lot of nice things. Of course, Pastor Nina is also just hanging around the Adas as well. Mm-hmm. And she she just happens to be there when the Kims are there. Yeah. And she's playing Pictionary with them. Like, personally, <laughs> I've, I've never been in that kind of or situation. Or, yeah, charades. Yeah. Uh, which I got to say is really nice of a pastor to come by and hang out with a family like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, yeah. Well, when she first came <clears throat> to the church, she did purposely go visit Amma and Appa at the store because she was told they're nice people or whatever. So well, it seems like she tries to make that connection. She goes out of her way to meet everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, just talking about uh, Amanda Bruegel and her mm. performance. In this episode, she was, <laughs> I guess, at her best again. She's she's obviously very comfortable in the role <laughs> of playing Pastor Nina. And uh, <laughs> I, this situation is totally awkward. I mean, you have like Appa coming in. It's like, okay, I'm going to fix TV, going into washroom. Okay, bye-bye. It's like, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and no one had said anything about the TV being broken. Yeah. yeah. At that point, it broke later because he was playing with the motherboard. <laughs> yeah. But they've got, like, they've got the money, up. so now they can go buy a big screen TV. Yeah. <laughs> Did they give the whole three thousand? I don't remember. Yeah, Emma just handed over the, the whole envelope, envelope and right. then Pastor Nina was like, oh, "This is <gasps> wow. this is a lot." <laughs> yeah, enough for the fridge, I would think. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. And it might not be a new fridge, anyways. <laughs> probably she no. She probably fridge, she yeah. bought a new one for herself and yeah. gave them the old one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably, most likely. Yeah. yeah. 
Knowing this is park, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is a good excuse to get a new fridge. Yeah, so I'll just donate that one, and I'll get a big new one. Yep. <laughs> so Amanda, we've seen her now in a number of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had mentioned with Amanda last week about her being in Handmaid's Tale, right? Mm-hmm. And playing Rita. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she she's been shooting that again. They were at the church oh. a couple nights ago. Oh. Uh, back again. And she posted a picture of her wardrobe rack with oh. her costume mm-hmm. on it. And it's very bland and sort of a brownish gray kind oh. of thing. There's at least, I think there were only maybe five pieces mm-hmm. hanging on the rack of what she what she has to wear. Mm-hmm. And some people, when I mentioned this to someone else about her, they didn't recognize her. Oh. Uh, they didn't know who she was and they didn't write and I said yeah it's I haven't seen the show I don't have the channel but um I said her character's Rita and they go oh yeah wow and um <laughs> she's been it's like her career has exploded yes. in the last couple of years she's also yeah. on Working Moms right uh, she plays Sonia mm-hmm. who teaches improv works at a bar <laughs> slash cafe and teaches improv which I thought was kind of funny from Andrew's point of view yeah um <laughs> And, uh, and so she's also on this and she's on, um, handmaids and she also does, um, she print and video. I don't think it's on T I've never seen it on television, but there's a video component of a Burks, uh, commercial, uh, that she's been doing, uh, that Caitlin Cronenberg, David Cronenberg's daughter is a professional photographer and, uh, Amanda modeled some of the jewelry. Oh, wow. She's in, she's done a bus shelter um, ad. Paul posted a picture of it. I think, last I, think week. I saw that one, yeah. And her husband stood in front of it uh, <laughs> a few months ago when it first broke. Uh, so she's been really busy and mm-hmm. a lot of covers and doing a lot of stuff in L.A. because the show is shown in the U.S. as well, yeah. sort of mimicking what's going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are actually saying it's Gilead in the U.S. right now. and Aww. I. I in some respects, I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, so in August, uh, she had posted on Twitter the excerpt from Canadian Fashion Magazine, mm-hmm. which was their September issue. Oh, you have um, it there. And I picked, yeah. I saw it. I picked it up in September when it first, early September when it came out. Oh, Constance cool. Wu was on the cover. So oh, nice, right yeah. at the time when Cr- Crazy Rich Asians yep. came out. C-R-A. And I haven't had a chance to read all the other articles. There's some really good stuff in here. Um, so Amanda's piece is just one page, and she had posted the entire um, biopic kind of thing on, mm-hmm. on her. Um, her background is she's biracial. Um, and she says in the opening paragraph... She says, I was 11 years old when I found out that I'm black. Hold on, half black or mulatto, as I <laughs> used to say before the, the term matured into the clinical sounding biracial. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't say how she found out or yeah. what was the catalyst that brought her to this mm-hmm. realization. And so she comes home and talks to her parents and she had no idea that her father was African-American. Mm-hmm. Oh. Her father is... Southeast Asian and Jewish, mm-hmm. hence Bruegel, the last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was raised by her birth mother, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her father, her adoptive father, she took on his name. And mm-hmm. for we don't know the other, the rest of it, obviously. If she wants to divulge that, it's up to her. Um, so she had no idea about 
racial lines mm-hmm. and, and categorizing people by color. Right. Yeah. That wasn't her experience. And the article goes on to say, you know, um, no one in her family looks the same. You know, she mm-hmm. doesn't, her mother's white, right. so she doesn't look like her exactly. There's another, there's a sister, which mm-hmm. I'm guessing is the product of her adoptive father and right. her mother. Mm. So they all look a little different. Yeah. And that's just <laughs> their reality. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting because I'm an adoptee. So nobody in my family looks. My brother was adopted from a different family. Oh. Mm. And so I identify with what she was saying mm-hmm. in that respect. Yeah. And she didn't really, she never looked at the world that way mm-hmm. until she became an actor. Mm-hmm. And it goes on to talk about all the things that she was being, all the boxes she was being put into when she right. went on auditions mm-hmm. and the way she was dressing. And her mother sat her down one day and said, you know, this isn't you. <laughs> you, know, you are Amanda. This is how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what, and the timing of it too, is now that diversity is being welcomed mm-hmm. and, and brought into popular culture. Yes. So now she is able to be herself mm-hmm. and do what she wants to do and mm-hmm. still represent, right. but still do you know, anything she wants. Yeah, yes. for sure. So it, it was an interesting piece. Mm-hmm. And I read it a couple of times. I read it when she first put it out and then I saw the article in the store and bought the hard copy and it's like oh yeah okay <laughs> so the last line she says I'm gonna do it my way and walk in as Amanda first <laughs> nice and it seems the Amanda way is working because uh, I've recently read that she got a role in Snow Chaser or is it Ice Chaser it's yeah. that, it's they're they're doing a TV uh, adaption of it's a Korean film where there's all these survivors are on this uh, train. It's like the last survivors on Earth, and they're traveling around in this train that basically is traveling around the world. Mm, yeah. And uh, they did a uh, English adaption of it for Hollywood. I forgot who starred in. I think Chris Evans was starring in it. Mm, yeah. And now they're doing a TV adaption of that. <laughs> so. Yeah, and she's going to be in that. So nice. she's really, she's in a bunch of shows now. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that she's still in, well, she's in season three. We mm-hmm. know that much. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully she's still in season four. Mm-hmm. And the online battle that's been going on oh. lately. <laughs> the uh, oh, the shiny face thing. The, sh- yeah. the shiny um, face, someone, spitting, spitting guy. Oh, that, yeah. well, that goes to Paul. house guest. When uh, yeah. when Pastor Nina comes to visit and he's, he's talking and eating at the same time yeah. and <laughs> spewing his seaweed out. salad all over the place, and that <laughs> that scene had me on the floor. It was <laughs> so funny. Um, the she uh, they wrapped the last couple of days of shooting. They were at the church, mm-hmm. yeah. and so they were. There was a bake sale. I'll give that much away. In that because <laughs> all that's all I know. They did shoot, um, uh, they did post a few pictures of them inside the church and that mm-hmm. scene where Jean's dancing, yeah. Yeah. the yeah, gif yeah, of yeah. her yeah. dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I walked by the church on the last day, there was a big banner over the door oh. talking about the bake sale, oh. advertising it. So <laughs> they, there's an exterior shot of the doorway with mm. the banner, bake sale. Mm-hmm. And um, so they wrapped in the church and there's the a scene um, or a... A picture someone took of Paul mat- patting down her face 
before <laughs> before she goes on camera. And that's typically a makeup person's yeah. job. Yeah. Right. And you know, you're sweating, you're under hot lights, and yeah. it was hot. Yeah. It was brutally hot at that point. And I remember tweeting to Jean about it because I saw the big um, hoses that they have running around <laughs> on the west side of the building. Oh, wow. Pumping cool air yeah. into the church. <laughs> And she said, yeah, even with that, it was still really toasty. Because the church doesn't have AC, right? No. Probably not. Yeah. And not, not efficient enough for, um, for what they're doing. Yeah. So they, they were just in the hall in that corridor, um, and I guess in the same, near where the kitchen is, I think. And so Paul's patting down her face <laughs> and called her shiny face. <laughs> it's just sort of back and forth. And yeah. So fun facts about that. Um, so uh chris who's been on the podcast before Mm. he was doing a tour and he took uh, mama kimbit and her family and kimbit lisa to to the church Mm -hmm. and they happened to go i think a day or two days after they shot that final scene at the church Mm -hmm. so they got a lot of inside shots because they left a lot of the they the haven't setup torn there. down yet <laughs> oh yeah. really yes yeah. that's right yeah i think they did go back later so they have yeah. some inside knowledge about season three we, we haven't really asked them but they have all these pictures i'm like don't don't don't, don't show me i don't want to know say anything uh, did you get cookies <laughs> chris also found out that the basement of that church is where they do uh where umma had her dancing lessons mm-hmm. as well oh, right. i remember them posting the that yeah. 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 yeah they did the exterior of the of, of the dance school studio yeah which is on parliament mm. Yeah. which used to be a CBC studio oh. in the 60s, 70s. Wow. Uh, I think even up to the early 80s and they closed it. But mm. yeah, because before it became a dance studio, it was a CBC studio. Oh, okay. And uh, so they used the exterior for that. But yeah, as you say, it's in the basement. Mm. <laughs> nice. And you utilize every piece of uh, that church real estate you can. <laughs> yeah. So just to close off the the episode, of course, there Appa's trying to he puts the TV for sale for three hundred bucks, which made me wonder how much he bought the TV mm, for. Yeah, there were no brands on that box. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty generic kind of. <laughs> I mean, it looked professional, but yes. you know, if you're selling it for three hundred, and, you, and you're trying to get money, yeah. make a bit of profit. He obviously didn't spend that much no. in the exactly. first place. No, it's funny that he he mentions, you know, we gotta sell this to prepare for Ebola, asteroid, robot uprising. And it made me think back to Paul, who who's a big movie fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, three movies in the 90s that kind of fit those themes. There's Outbreak, which is starring Dustin Hoffman, I think. Uh, Armageddon, starring Bruce Willis. And Terminator, because I think that'd be Terminator 2 at that point. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger, all those people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because, again, Paul's a big fan of movies. <laughs> and, yeah, final scene of the final final uh, phrase of the scene you know i love you appa i love you too tv <laughs> keep tv sell janet yeah <laughs> but y2k was something it yes. was interesting because people yeah. were really worried we didn't know i mean yeah. people yes. when they created the computers and that became something you know real or otherwise yeah. um what would happen you know, computers exactly. rolling over to yeah. a zero zero. It's yeah. like, well, planes aren't going to fall out of the sky. No, <laughs> things aren't going to. You know, it was a lot of hype for. I guess I don't know. Y two K seemed like yeah, it was. <coughs> it was a huge hype. I was well, still in school. A lot of survival so. 
I guess people had bunker mentalities just in case. Stocking up on goods, stocking <laughs> yeah. up on lights, batteries, everything. Not I just bad, don't but think still pretty good. Yeah, like my mentality then was I don't think the whole world's going to come crumbling down. Mm. And if you think about it now versus then, we are way more dependent on technology now. Yes. So if it were to crash now, it would be way worse. Yeah, we didn't have cell phones. We yeah. Didn't, all we had were like desktop. landlines. I still had landline, I remember, in oh, my yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, mm, I think we would still be okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why everyone was so upset. Our home phone's still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks again for joining us, Queen of CBC. (laughs) Always a pleasure to have you. I brought a friend. Yeah. She's so cute. Or she's so cute. Well, it's Gemma, because it's got the CBC logo on a sweater. Yeah. And they call it the gem. Oh, Oh, is that what that is? Oh, that's why. She's Gemma with a G. (laughs) And her eyes get covered. But yeah. It's very cute. I should bring her out and she just sit and watch. <laughs> so where can people find you, Bill? I'm Color66 on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram, uh, Color1966, uh-huh. although it's mostly photos and some of my artwork on there. But awesome. um, I have three Kim's people following me. Uh, Paul follows me. Um, John I think, no, Sojit doesn't follow me there, but he does on Twitter. <coughs> so if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to whatyoutalkingpodcast at gmail.com or tweet me at MikeYUAN82. And now a message from our sponsor. Are you ready for a new TV? UHD, HDR, LED, OMG, we have it all. 4K 40-inch TVs on sale. Swing by Moss Park Electronics. Make sure to use the code GOLEAFSGO for another 10% off. Until the next time. Okay, see you.